Welcome to the Art of Tuning In podcast with Maria Furlano, sharing insights, tools, and conversations to inspire your energetic well-being. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Maria Furlano. Welcome to the Art of Tuning In podcast. This is episode number 78. And if you are joining us again, you've been here for a little while, you'll know that this episode is part of a three-part series that I've been doing, beginning with episode 76 and then 77 and then this episode 78. And I'm talking all about interpreting intuition and the different kinds of intuitive skills. So if you haven't yet found episode 76, in that episode, we talked about clairvoyance and we talked about clairaudience. In episode number 77, I spoke about the difference between being empathic and having the ability of clairsentience and then also claircognizance. And in this episode, number 78, I'm going to be sharing about clairgustance, the ability to taste intuitively, and clairsalience, which is the ability of smelling intuitively. I'm also going to share today a little bit about dreaming intuitively and what is the difference between an intuitive dream and just our regular, normal dreams that we do most often. How can we tell? And also, how can we dream more intuitively? How can we allow our intuition to come forth in our dreams and remember it? So (laughs) those are the things I'm going to touch upon today. And again, I'm just so glad you're here. And if you're new here, thank you for finding me. My name is Maria Furlano. I am a spiritual intuitive and a medium. I'm a master teacher and a doctor of medical Qigong and a physician of Chinese medicine. I've been teaching the energetic arts for over 20 years. I started my intuitive training and my martial arts training and my meditation training when I was 12 years old. It has always been a part of my life. It has always felt like home to me. And I teach and I work with people in private sessions, and you can learn all about my upcoming new level one, the art of tuning in program, which is going to be launching very soon. And it's all about conscious alignment. It's about tuning into your intuition, but it's from a place of medical Qigong and a grounded framework of traditional cultivation. Best place for you to learn all about it is to go over to theartoftuningin.com and to sign up as a subscriber to receive my energetic insights. They're free, of course. And I will be sending out to my subscribers all of the information about when, where, and how that program is going to take place very soon. I'd love to have you learn about it. I love your questions, and I just can't wait to share it with you. Thank you for being here. Let us jump in to today's topic. So Claire Gustins and clairsalience really go together. A lot of times if someone has one ability, they have the other. Clairgustance means the ability to taste a substance without putting anything in your mouth. So there's nothing there in front of you that resembles the substance or resembles a food item or anything like that. You actually taste something in your mouth 
that you know what it is. Like, so all of a sudden you taste a blueberry muffin in your mouth, but you haven't had a blueberry muffin. There's no blueberry muffins in front of you. This is coming from another sense of information. And clairsalience means the ability to smell intuitively, again, without that item being around. So you might smell a rose, but there are no roses around you. You haven't had any roses. You don't have any dried flowers around you. It's nothing like that. This is coming from another place. So if you've listened to the last couple episodes, this may be a quick review for you, but the word Claire in French means clear. So when we say Claire salience or Claire Goustance, what we're saying is Claire salience is clear smelling, Claire Goustance is clear tasting. And these are intuitive abilities that we have. And what these abilities help an intuitive person do is to be able to translate information. So we've talked about in the other episodes about frequency and how we are continuously translating frequency. Energy is a frequency. And so the ability to taste intuitively, the ability to smell intuitively, those are frequencies that are being presented to us to give us more information. It's continuing to paint a picture. And there are a couple different ways that we can do this or that you may be doing this. If you are a person who is in the, let's say, the medical field or the holistic healing field or the energetic healing field, you may be working with a client and you may smell intuitively an illness that they have. However, there is also a difference between training your nose to smell illness in a person. For example, in Chinese medicine, all imbalances in the body create a scent. There is a scent when there is an imbalance in the body. And not everybody can smell these imbalances. Some people's nose and their ability of scent is much more fine-tuned than others. And so you're smelling something that is really there. This is not an intuitive smell. This is a physical smell. You learn the different scents that somebody is presenting to you because you understand the imbalances and the illness that is presenting. That is different from not having anybody in front of you or not having that physical representation. Let's say you're doing an intuitive reading with someone and let's say you're doing it over the phone or you're doing it over Zoom, you're doing it distance-wise. So you don't have something physical in front of you that you can actually smell. And you receive through your smell information about what is happening. You know, it can be anything. They can be things that you know about, they can be sour smells, they can be sweet smells, they can be flowers, they can be food, they can be anything. And it's helping you to interpret what is in front of you, what is going on. And that is a very fine tuning, intuitive gift. The same thing happens with clear tasting. Some people, for example, again, in a medical profession, in a healing profession, can work with a client one-on-one, physically in the room with them, and they can receive a taste in their mouth about what is going on with the person. Now, the smell and taste are so connected in the body that you can also be smelling what's happening in the person as far as a physical imbalance or an illness, and it can translate to you as far as a taste goes. 
Again, a different intuitive ability is working with someone distance-wise, not in the same room, so there's no ability to have something physically in front of you, and you receive a taste in your mouth. So for example, perhaps you are doing a mediumship reading and you are reading for someone else and their loved one shows up and they begin to describe to you, the, the loved one that's passed over, they begin to describe to you these beautiful desserts and wonderful butter and sugar and all of these wonderful things, maybe that they used to love. You actually begin to taste it. Your mouth begins to water. You can really sense how much this beautiful soul loved this particular dessert or desserts in general, for example. And you get a physical mouth tasting sensation or smelling sensation. So that is true clear salience, clear smelling, or clear gustance, clear tasting intuitively. So how would you go ahead and strengthen your intuitive smelling or your intuitive tasting if you wanted to? Well, first of all, having experiences with different smells and different tastes is important. And the reason I say that is because we are, again, translating information. We're translating frequency that's coming to us. And so it's kind of like a writer. A writer who has an amazing vocabulary will be a better writer. They'll be able to express themselves more. The more experiences we have, the more different foods you taste, the more different flavors that you taste, the more different scents that you smell, introduces your physical body into new things. And as you introduce yourself to new things, your energy expands in those things. When your energy expands in those things, more new things come into your life. When you learn that you actually can intuitively smell or intuitively taste and you recognize that in yourself, for example, you give yourself permission to say, oh, look at this. There's actually a skill for intuitive smelling and intuitive tasting. I think I'd like to experience that. You tune into your guides, you tune into the universe, you tune into what it is you believe in, and you recognize that it is a possibility, that it is a real thing that other people experience and Perhaps you would like to, too. Giving yourself permission with intuitive skills is number one. If you don't believe that you can do it, you will have a very hard time accessing the information because you'll literally be blocking yourself. So knowing that it's available, knowing that you can do it, and knowing that it is simply another skill that helps us describe what's going on. Because when we are understanding, when we are interpreting intuitive information that's coming to us, either again for ourselves, for our own personal life, something that we're going through daily basis, all that stuff, or if you're reading intuitively for another person, there's a whole other skill set involved in being able to actualize and understand and interpret and explain the information that you are receiving. Intuitive information, as we spoke about in the other episodes, comes in very fast. 
it can be a flash, it can be a knowing, it can be a vision, it can be a hearing, right? It can be taste, smell, feeling, all of those things that we've talked about. And we are interpreting on an energetic level of a whole different frequency than how you and I may normally converse or interact in this 3D dense world that we are living in. So this is one reality that we are living in, this 3D world. While this higher frequency of intuitive information is a completely different frequency, it's a completely different vibration, and so it comes in differently. And so we have to take the time as well to get used to and have patience with ourselves in interpreting that information. And so it's just a brilliant way for us to keep refining and being able to explain and understand these amazing messages that we're picking up from all of our different senses. How about our dreams and how about the intuitive messages that come through in dreams. I get a lot of questions about dreams and although I do not interpret dreams, I know that for myself on a personal level, my dreams give me vast amount of intuitive information and messages and I have learned to remember them, to understand them in different ways. And so that's what I'd like to share with you today. First, let's begin with what is an intuitive dream versus just a dream that your mind is releasing during the night. And a lot of times those dreams come from things that we're letting go of, things that we're dealing with in our life. They can be very stressful. They can be happy. They can just be nonsensical, like we don't really understand. A lot of times we dream about things that maybe we've watched on TV or on YouTube and there's a story and we dream about the story. So those are not the intuitive dreams that I'm speaking about. Those are just dreams that our body's releasing and letting go of during the nighttime. Sometimes we remember those dreams strongly and sometimes we don't remember them at all. But if you are someone who dreams and remembers your dream, chances are you also have intuitive information coming through in your dreams. I want you to remember back to a dream that you had where you had absolutely no doubt at all that you were visiting with a loved one who has passed and it was so real and you were looking out your own eyes. So you weren't observing, but you were actually in it looking out from your own eyes and you were interacting with a loved one. When you wake up, you have a whole different feeling flooding through your body. Those dreams are real. You have actually interacted with a different frequency. You've interacted with a different level of being. And many times we clearly remember because those dreams have a strong emotional impact on us. When I say that we clearly remember the dream, we remember the impact of the dream. But one of the biggest frustrations I know that I get from my students and also that I've had myself is we're given a message a lot of times in those dreams. And sometimes 
It can be a wording, you know, a sentence, a paragraph, and we only remember maybe a key word, maybe a sentence. And so we may not remember the entire message. And of course, I'm not only talking about dreams where we meet with our loved ones who have transitioned, but I'm speaking about dreams where we receive guidance from our guides, from master teachers, from the angelic realm, from whatever it is that you connect spiritually with. They, of course, can show up as our support team in our dream. And our dream state is where we let go. You know, it's where we're able to truly relax, truly let go. And so the information on an intuitive basis is able to reach us more easily. And when I said before about we don't always remember what was clearly said to us, you know, we might remember a phrase, we might remember a feeling, usually definitely remember a feeling. And I will say here that an intuitive dream, meaning that you had a connection with a loved one or you had a connection with some intelligent guidance system that gave you information, an intuitive dream feels totally differently than our random dreams that are just happening as we're clearing out our mindset. An intuitive dream has a different resonance. And this is one of the things that I really love to teach people is how to feel different resonances. How do you feel the different frequencies? And that's how you determine what is intuitive, what is just your own mood, what is your thoughts just going randomly about, you know, what do they all feel like? And they all have different resonances. So you know when you wake up that you've experienced something different. It feels different and you know that you were on some sort of different level, some sort of different plane. You were somewhere else and that's good. So when you wake up, you have a few moments and it really is just a few moments where you are still in this dreamlike state of being. Your heart rate is still nice and calm and you're really relaxed. This, by the way, as a little side note, is one of the reasons why I do not use a loud alarm or music to wake me up because I dream very heavy, especially in the early morning hours. And that is when I have found that I receive the messages from my guides or when I meet with loved ones. That is the time that I get visited and I get this information, which is perfect because when I wake up, I remember it. But if I have a loud alarm clock that goes off or loud music or, you know, some sort of talking show or something that wakes me up, I am instantly taken out of that state. My heart rate jumps and I'm shifted into a totally different frequency and the dreams are basically forgotten. It's not really good for my system either. You really want to come out of dream and out of sleep gently because you are adjusting your body back into the daytime. But if you are using one of those tools, like an alarm clock or music or a show or something like that, you may want to shift to some sort of vibration or very gently wake system. <laughs> they have you know, lights where the room starts to get brighter, all of those different tools. Not only is it better for you physically because it's much more natural, and like I said, it's better for your blood pressure, it's better for your nervous system, but if you want to recall your dream state, it's essential because you need that little time when you wake up to be able to continue to lay there, not reach and 
turn something off quickly, right? Or if you do have to turn something off, it's a gentle movement. You keep yourself moving nice and slowly and you stay in this relaxed state as you keep your eyes closed and you begin to recall what your dream just was. And as you begin to recall it, you put yourself back in it and allow it to present the information that it shared with you. And the more that you do that, and the longer you do that, so then as you begin to wake up and maybe you start to sit up in bed, you're still recalling this information that was shared with you in your dream. Maybe stand up, do a nice little stretch, get those lungs open, reach up towards the sky as you're still recalling this information that was shared with you in your dream. Now what you're doing is you are bringing that information from the dream realm, from that state of being where you were, that different frequency, you are now bringing it solidly or more solidly into the state of being of wake and of this 3D world. So you're bringing that intuitive guidance, actualizing it into your system. It's very important because it will just simply disappear. And that's what it does a lot of times. And we think sometimes this can be a little bit uh, discouraging because we wake up and we may have this really strong realization of, oh, wow, that was a really intense dream. And there were messages there. And then we just get up And have you ever noticed when that happens that maybe 15 minutes or half an hour later or an hour later, you can't remember what happened? The dream is gone, or at least the biggest parts of the dream are gone. You might still remember, I had this intuitive dream, but oh, I can't remember the pieces to it the same way, but I know I remembered it when I woke up. And that's because when we shift states quickly, we can lose those connections. And so we want to come out nice and slow. It's very similar. Coming out of sleep is very similar to how you come out of meditation. So for those of you who have learned meditation with me, it's that same kind of gradual coming out, readjusting your body, allowing yourself to reintegrate into your world and not just simply go from meditation into your world because you want to maintain that state for as long as you can. You want to transition and maintain that alignment as best you can. We talked in episode 76 about clairaudience, and I mentioned that when you wake up in the morning, people who are clairaudient sometimes will hear something in their ear. They'll hear a voice. Sometimes it's your name. Sometimes it's a sentence. Sometimes it's someone you recognize, and sometimes it's not. And you learn to distinguish, is that a loved one? Is that a guide? Where is this coming from? Is this a message? But it's also very, very fast. And it can pull you out of that dream state. So if you learn to keep your focus relaxed, you can often settle in and maybe hear more or experience more what is coming in for you at that time. So it's exciting when you learn how to transition your energy and keep more of this intuitive information flowing because, again, like I mentioned, it is fast. Intuitive information does not waste its time. I said this in the previous episode that we here on our planet, we speak a lot, you know, we share a lot, we often spend more energy than we need in communication. Well, intuitive frequencies are fast and they don't waste their energy and it's very direct. 
So as we learn to shift our energy into a relaxed state and maintain that relaxed state and learn to just be and learn to just receive, intuitive information can actually make itself more present with us because it has an open space to go to. It's always my hope that these episodes, this podcast gives you something to think about, gives you a way to energetically expand and to also feel safe and to know that what you're feeling and experiencing is not weird and that you are amazing. A reminder, if you want to review Clairvoyance or Clairaudience, go to episode 76. If you want to look at the difference between being an empath and Having clairsentience, also claircognizance, go to episode 77. I thank you so much for being here. I truly do. I wish you a beautiful, intuitively aligned and gifted week. And again, if you'd like to learn more, if you'd like to study with me, please go over to theartoftuningin.com. Sign up for the Energetic Insights. I'll be sending out information very soon about the upcoming Level 1 intuitive training program called Conscious Alignment. Love to work with you. Also, I do give private sessions. I work with people all over the world, and I'd love to work with you too. Thanks for joining me. I will see you very soon. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more and elevate your energetic well-being, I invite you to visit theartoftuningin.com where you can learn all about our online studio. I look forward to meeting you there.